is up, everybody? Welcome to Marvel Vision, a podcast about Marvel, the MCU, and coming up, the Falcon and the Winter Soldier. Not one, yes. but two of them. I'm Alex. <laughs> I'm Justin. I'm Pete. And we are doing here a preview episode for the Falcon and Winter Soldier. Now, we have been doing this Marvel podcast throughout the run of WandaVision. It's been very fun talking to you all, getting your theories, either on our Patreon Slack, patreon.com says comic book club, or socially at Marvel Vision Pod. Uh, but we're moving on to the next series. We're going right into it. This is a slam bang action spectacular where the last one was a bunch of uh, was a sitcom puzzle box. I guess Ooh, we can call it. Okay. How's like that it. work? Good. That's good. Uh, but I'm excited to chat about this. I'm excited about this, uh, not least of which because this was supposed to be the first series out of the gate. They were supposed to race Faust and then the Falcon and Winter Soldier. Then they switched it up, went for WandaVision first. Um, that obviously, enormous hit, I think way beyond their expectations. Yeah. But interestingly, and I'm curious to get your guys' take on it, I think this has set up very different expectations for Falcon and the Winter Soldier. What's your guys' take? Well, I do think uh, it made so much sense to put Falcon and Winter, Winter Soldier first because it was going to be just the most seamless uh, tonally into like, right, Marvel right. movie on television. It's and, Yeah, exactly. And WandaVision would have been a great like, oh, you like what we did Falcon Winter Soldier with all these fights this and is fun different. stuff. But this is a little different. Yeah. So that got upset um, and the order was swapped. But I don't. It actually works this way too because the way WandaVision ended was with like sort of the big Marvel mm-hmm. movie action that you might expect with just some great emotional moments. So now we're just picking up on the Marvel movie action beat and just giving you sort of a much more uh, like fun guns. Punches, sh- are you sure though, Justin? What? I'm pretty sure. I don't know, man. Sure. What if people are like, I miss the weird, quirky, I don't know what's happening. I'm trying to shoehorn in my philosophies from comic books onto the show, and it may or may not pay off. Wait, are you saying that maybe um, grief is just a buddy comedy persevering? <laughs> is that what you think? That's what right. If, what if each episode of Falcon and the Winter Soldier is a pastiche of old action shows? So, like, the first episode oh, is Gunsmoke. And then the next oh, episode yeah. is A-Team. Come on, dude. Yes, A-Team. Just stop there. That's stop. where it Oh, that's it? That's it. Can't get any better than that. Miami Vice. There's a Miami Vice episode. Oh, man. That would be great. Now, let's talk about the actual content of the show before we get too far into it, though I'm sure everybody is familiar. This is picking up on the end of Avengers Endgame. It was actually supposed to come out, I believe, in August, right after that. Yeah, what happened? Uh, I don't know. Don't tell him. Don't tell him. We've lasted a whole year without telling him anything about COVID. Don't tell him at this point. Yeah. He doesn't Uh, know anything about it. Everybody looks at me weird when I walk outside. I don't get it. Pete still thinks we're talking about Ovid, his favorite. <laughs> his favorite a poet, canonical poet? Is that what you were dropping I was going to say philosopher, but that was wrong. It's pretty, you know, there was some philosophy in there. So this series buddies up Bucky Barnes, a.k.a. the Winter Soldier, and Sam Wilson, a.k.a. the Falcon, takes them and uh, is picking up on the fact that Steve Rogers passed the shield onto Sam Wilson. We don't know a lot about the plot, but we do know a couple of things that are going to happen and certainly have some speculation and guesses. We know that Daniel Bruhl is coming back as Zemo, this time wearing that classic purple mask that everybody loves so much. The people have been dying for that mask. Everyone's crazy about that mask. I want a turtleneck and the mask. Here's the yes. thing. I love Zemo as a villain. I'm excited about the mask. 100%. <laughs> 
And that's what that moment was for, him holding a purple mask. But can you imagine being like, oh, I just love, I've really enjoyed, uh, I really liked Iron Man 2, and that's all the Marvel mo- movies I've seen. Um, I'm curious about this new show. Why does everyone care about the color of that dude's fit ski mask? I feel like that's the, that's the approach. That the maybe- funnier thing is all we know really from the trailer is that Zemo says something like, uh, superheroes are over, there's no room for superheroes in the world. That's right. Instead, yeah. I'm going to put on a purple ski mask and blow shit up all over the place you know yeah. not like superheroes so i mean I he we'll- is a baron so you know like mm-hmm. think of the other barons you know red baron sasha right. baron cohen sasha baron cohen also <laughs> a huge baron yeah. a lot of barons out there but so he's the cartoons are the ones where sasha baron cohen is chasing him through the air oh the man what a prankster mm-hmm. um he's goes up to the- woodstock says my wife the next in a long line of many many barons is baron zemo Yes, exactly. Uh, a turtleneck on are, all of them. <laughs> other folks that are showing up, we know that Emily Van Camp is going to be back as Sharon Carter, Woo-hoo! a.k.a. Agent 13. So that should be fun. And there's a new one, which is a very interesting twist on the plot. Uh, Wyatt Russell is going to be there as John F. Walker, a.k.a. U.S. Agent. So we've talked about this a little bit on other podcasts. We do a live show every Tuesday night at 7 p.m., Crowdcast and YouTube. I think we talked about it there. Uh, but U.S. agent is, I think, presumably going to be the person that the government assigns to be Captain America, leading to some sort of battle for the shield type thing. Does that seem fair? Yeah, and I think it points to I, this show is going to be about like who deserves the mantle of Captain America, with John Walker being like definitely not him, but it really being the interplay between Bucky and Sam about who. Uh, and I think they're both going to want it. They think both think they are the more uh, the better inheritor of the shield than the well, other. Well, wait, but wait. also, let me finish. But also, it's a heavy mantle. They can know that they can't ever really live up to their idol, their mentor, Steve Rogers. So it's a great push pull between the internal uh, fight of like, do I deserve this, and the external like, well, I deserve it more than this dude over here. All, all right, he all does right. is have one big metal arm. Wait, wait, wait. First off. There was a handoff, all right? Uh, you know, old one handy or one army didn't walk over and uh, grab the shield, all right? Uh, so he's got no claim to it. You can't, there's no take backsies. You can't be like, hey, listen, I know that uh, Captain America was super old and gave you the shield, but you know how old people are. He was kind of out of his gourd, and, uh, <laughs> and I don't think he was smart enough. Yeah, I think dude, I should take Right after Endgame, that dude ran and won the presidency of the United States, so that's pretty impressive before yeah. you slam him. Wow. I don't, it is true. I don't In know, canon, Joe Biden. Uh, oh, you're calling him Joe no, Biden. Okay, I don't right. think I will. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah, I could see a world. I mean, I, I'm curious to see how this plays out. But to Justin's point, and kind of to the point you're making, Pete, sort of, uh, I do think we could see a world where Bucky starts to feel like no, Sam is not the right person for this. No, I work I, with Captain America. Sam is doing something. Sam's no. going rogue. Who knows? Oh, no, I no, think no. It, they're maybe- they're going to fight. You know, because it's two dudes. So sure. There's going to be that kind of fighting, but I would hope that they have a little bit more reverence for the shield and wouldn't kind of fight over the shield. Well, I mean, 
based on the trailer, it does seem like there's a, at least a competitive element to what's going on. Sure, agreed. the whole trailer is built around that. So I do think there's going to be something that uh, happens either to Sam or to Bucky that causes them to question who should be the person to take the shield. And and that's it. That's an exciting thing. That's a great emotional undertone for what also is ostensibly like two dudes quipping at each other while they fly <laughs> underneath trucks and screw around uh, fighting. Uh, anti-superhero terrorist. Well, that's now, a, that's oh, the thing. Ahead. Like, I, I I would like the great TV shows of past. You know, like a like an A team, if you like will. your A team. Yeah. yeah, yeah. You know, where it, you just were waiting for the action sequences. You wanted to see someone jump over a hay barrel. You know, that's that's the fun. So, like, I think real quick. Hold, sorry to interrupt. What? Did you say hay barrel? <laughs> Because yeah. I don't know how farmers keep their their hay in barrels. That's an expensive way to keep your hay dry. Well, okay, sorry, sir. I, I guess a barn is technically a big hay barrel if you think about it. Okay. I'm from the country, so let me speak to this. Let me. You're in my world here, and I I, be, I know that's true because I've seen your teeth fall out. But I think that <laughs> I think that it's one of those Donkey things. Kong famously rolled a, rolled a bunch of hay barrels trying to get Mario <laughs> allergic to hay. Is that what happened there? Oh man. So I just think that, like, don't fuck up this great thing that we know and love. Like, the two of them, kind of odd couple working together is going to be fun. We want to see over-the-top action. We've got to find a working uh, kind of, like, relationship with those two. And I think that's where the 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 show should be. I don't want it to, like, start one person questions somebody's, like, no, leadership. No, I, I, I just like think that. we could see that as a plot point at some point. I don't think they're going to end up in a place where Bucky's going to try to kill Sab or anything like that. Yeah, that would yeah. be But whack. if they're brought... Uh, Zemo's whole thing in Civil War was working behind the scenes to successfully, mind you, break up the Avengers. Like, Zemo won at the end of that movie, regardless it. of him ending up in jail. So I... His his M.O. is not necessarily to be like, I'm going to shoot you until you die. I'm going to do a heist. He plays on them psychologically. So I could yeah. see a plot line where he brings Sam and Bucky to a breaking point, but then they get past it and work together to ultimately beat him. At the and end. I just want to correct you real quick. Zemo did not win. Okay. He won. He won the, the winners war. don't yeah. get thrown in jail. Okay. Uh, it's well sometimes. I mean, it's a fucked Nelson up. Nelson Mandela. Yeah. yeah. All right. All right, Gandhi. All right, all, right, all right. Yes. Okay. Yes. It's a horrible system. I'm just saying that. Like Charles Manson. What? <laughs> what? Uh, uh, sort of a larger topic. <laughs> too far. Too far. Yeah. Okay. Way too uh, far. You should check out our, our our true crime crime our true crime podcast where Alex roots for the killers. Oh my god. Uh, <laughs> I just. Uh, I hope I they think get that, another one, I always say. <laughs> I, maybe I have to rewatch it, but I remember Black Panther uh, uh, coming out on top at the end of Civil War. So that, that's, that's how I re- re- I think at the end of Falcon and Winter Soldier, they take the shield, split it in half, right? Best on one side, <laughs> friends on the other. They each take their half. They each take their half, and whenever they mm-hmm. come together, they get a whole, a whole shield. Uh, that's going to be great. A couple of other details to mention about the show. We are going to see Batrock, the Leaper, is going to be back again. Oh, so that's super fun. I'm also, sorry, Don Cheadle is going to be in it as War Machine at some Ooh, point, he revealed. Very good. Uh, and one I'm very excited about, Erin uh, Kellyman, who's an actress who she played, what was it, Infus Infants Nest in Solo? I don't know if you remember mm. that, which ended up in a very weird reveal and petered out. And obviously people have mixed feelings about don't Solo. Don't say stuff like that. 
but she peated out. Sorry, uh, Pete but LePage, she was uh, she was great in that movie, and she's going to be playing Flag Smasher. So I think that's going to be exciting to see. And the last thing that I'll mention that I do think is kind of interesting is uh, that Malcolm Spellman is the guy behind the scenes. He's the guy who created the show as the showrunner of the show. Uh, and I do get a sense based on his previous work uh, that there's going to be a little more or maybe a lot more to do with race than we think so from mm. the explosive trailers. You know, cool. there's some hints we were certainly speculating again when we were talking about the series earlier that maybe they might start to go into the truth storyline for the comics, which showed that there was a Captain America before Captain America who was African-American and experimented on like the Tuskegee experiments. And that to me feels like a, that's a lot going on in six episodes but potentially a natural extension to show Sam and Bucky, if they do get to a point where they're fighting about the shield, to be like, no, man, this doesn't even belong to Steve. This was somebody yeah. else's first. I um, love that, especially like as a, a full episode where we get to or a three quarters of an episode or whatever, where we get that backstory, I think is a great episode. And I don't know how explicitly they're aiming at Young Avengers um, mm. with uh, we saw at the end of WandaVision that Billy and Tommy are Those probably are dead. They're probably still out there. Um, Speed, and Wiccan, Speed and Wiccan, two of the Young Avengers, um, to set up, to, to go into this and uh, and get into that storyline, and we'll set up a third Young Avenger. So I think uh, that's very exciting. Well, a couple, wait, first off, a couple things that you touched on there, Alex, I want to dissect. Uh, first, um, what the fuck you mean only six episodes? I mean, it's only six episodes. They're going to be Are longer they two episodes. hour? Episodes? What are we talking? I'm not oh, going to fucking two hour episodes time of- for a half an hour, six episodes. I mean, what the fuck is that? Yeah, and they're going to release them every two to three years and call them movies, Pete. Yeah. What the- they so Marvel is still experimenting with the lengths of their shows, but Kevin Feige said as they're going into it that they are going to be aiming for half hour ish shows with variation for more comedically inclined series like. WandaVision, as we saw at the beginning, and once it's stretched into the MCU nature, the episodes got a little bit longer. She-Hulk, which is coming down the road, starring Tatiana Maslany, that's also going to be a half-hour comedy. It's going to be a legal comedy, and that's kind of what they're aiming for there. But things like Falcon and the Winter Soldier, and presumably also Loki, are going to be more hour-long shows. And in this Mm -hmm. case, that means 40 to 50-minute episodes, typical TV length. So no, we're not talking two-hour episodes but we are talking six episodes that are about 40 to 50 minutes long. The last little bit of clarification clarification to calm you down a little bit, Pete, is that Kevin Feige, Anthony Mackie said that it was about a eight hour movie. Kevin Feige said, no, it's not an eight hour movie, but it's not exactly eight hours. So the point mm. there being they're not going to be six 40-minute episodes, like shorter than six hours. Some of them might be a little longer. Some of them might be a little shorter. But they're essentially aiming for like six Netflix-length episodes, so to speak. Well, that's a long way of saying time. I'm, <laughs> Pete is very it's, upset right now, so I'm trying to help him out here. It's going to be like a 30-second TV commercial that uh, lasts a third of one day. <laughs> okay? That's the way to think about it. Oh, man, that's disappointing. And then what was the first person? Disappointed you're getting so much content. What are you disappointed? I don't want to hear that word. Get that word out of your mouth. Uh, What was the first person you said, Zalba, when you listed like uh, three? And it was a character I didn't recognize. I wanted to go back. Yes, Ad-Rock. I know from the Beastie Boys, (laughs) Ad-Rock. But (laughs) what Ad-Rock are you talking about? Bat-Rock is a leaper. He's a French leaper. He was... 
in Winter Soldier, right? Not Civil War at the beginning. He was in Winter Soldier. Yeah. He was at the beginning there. Batrock the Leaper. He fought Captain America. He's been in the comics a bunch of times. He usually has a very pointy mustache. Oh, mm-hmm. the mustache guy. All right. <laughs> ah, Speak English when you're doing stuff. Fucking... Of all the details about Batrock the Leaper, the guy who is dressed in purple and yellow and jumps around, the thing you remembered, I knew it, was the mustache. Mustache. Yeah. But purple going to be playing big in Falcon Winter Soldier. Mm-hmm. 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 Also, the bruises, those will be purple as well. Mm. Before we wrap up here, any last thoughts on Falcon in Winter Soldier? Anything you're particularly excited to see? I guess what we did was vision board for WandaVision. Yeah. We can keep with that. We can keep doing that. Pete, what is your on your vision board for Falcon and Winter Soldier as we head into the first couple of episodes? Well, I don't want to get just get excited about a TV show and then have it end. Um, that's going to really blow. So I got bad uh, news for literally everything in the world <laughs> and your life. Okay, great, great. Uh, but um, the the uh, the trailers look amazing and uh, the action looks unbelievable. So I'm excited to get uh, some more of that. Yeah, Justin, what about you? What's on your vision board? I mean, just sort of what we've been talking about. Like, I want to see how they play. If they get into um, uh, some of the race issues that um, are on the table here, that would be really great. I'd love if they got into some real stuff. Every Marvel sort of now TV, but movie, like I feel like they find a central emotional arc for the movie or theme and the main characters. And if this is about like sort of feeling like you deserve something and whether or not you do or uh, or in competing for that with the people around you, I think that's a great theme. I, I'm excited to see that play out. I like both of these characters and they're going to be great together, I think. Yeah, I agree. That was my big thing as well. I know Pete's going to call a flex on this one, but I will mention that I've seen two extended scenes from the episode. Uh, the first one extended. was a nine-minute... I think you mean flex-tended scenes? Mm, there you go. I saw a scene. It was a nine-minute nonstop action sequence with Falcon, which was very cool and very big and felt like an MCU movie. And then there was, I think, a six- or seven-minute scene with Bucky, uh, some stuff happened that I won't get into for spoilers, uh, but it had more humor to it and had more psychological stuff going on. So uh, these were two scenes, clearly probably for the first episode, but it's hard to put together what the actual plot was. But my big impression there is I'm excited to see if they could take those different tones and mix them together. I think they can. I think that's a very small lift to be like, can you do a, a buddy action comedy? Can you do that? Can you figure out how to do that? I think the MCU can. Um, but that's something that I am excited to watch, and I think that's going to be fun. And honestly, as much as I loved WandaVision, there's going to be a certain level of relief of just like, boom, boom, pow, pow. Yeah, this is fun. Let's just watch this and have a good time. You know? Yeah. Uh, who knows? Great. Maybe there could be a mystery. And for those of you who don't know, nine minutes, um, let's see, that's like how long it takes to, um, it's like making like seven pancakes. Wow. Is that, is that uh, about? Because no. we want to just give the context for the Yeah, content. thanks for being our time master as always, Justin. Time master, spoiler, that's my role in MCU. Oh, man. <laughs> For all of you out there, we're going to have the regular episodes rolling out on Fridays after the episodes air on Disney+. Plus. So be sure to subscribe on iTunes, Android, Spotify, Stitcher, or the app of your choice. As mentioned, you can support these podcasts at patreon.com slash comicbookclub. Also, we mentioned the live show every Tuesday night at 7 p.m. to Crowdcast and YouTube. At Marvel Vision Pod on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. Follow us for all sorts of good stuff. Comicbookclublive.com for this podcast and many more. Until next time, hey, Charlie, kill another one. 
<laughs> what the fuck? That's how you end? Yeah, what the fuck, man? All right, I'll do it. I'll and do you it. did, like, the finger guns like a psychopath. Okay. Keep okay. it marvelous. <laughs> <laughs> Almost more terrifying, honestly. Yeah. Like, the scarier? The second one was scarier, right? Because the second one was more like, <laughs> you're the killer. And mm -hmm. I think that's the word. Yeah. Yeah. Keep it marvelous. Mm -hmm.